0: From Grain to Glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. And I'm Katie. And this is the best beer show on the internet.
1: Yes. Yeah. I really need to think of something clever
0: to say after that. Right? Probably a hundred episodes deep here. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I don't, like, I should I should try to figure that. I did that, I think, for our 200th episode. I figured out every uh, all the co-host episode counts. Um, and, but, yeah. Too many to not have a something. Right? I mean, you've been saying that you're going to come up with something since day one, so maybe, it's only maybe, been two years. Maybe that's the gag, is I just... <laughs> say that a yeah. few times.
1: <laughs> oh, well, don't get around to it.
0: Alrighty. Uh jeez all right the american Homebrewers association does a lot to support homebrewing and homebrewers now they support us during the aha we'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms as well as give you access to the fantastic zymergy magazine click on the referral link on our homepage and join today so want you to give a shout out to our patrons specifically our black belt patrons andy thompson and devin stinson if you'd like to be as awesome as them head over to patreon.com slash blindestudios and become a patron today and if you're going to do any amazon shopping Wow, I got tongue-tied there. Uh, head over to <laughs> BlindedStudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage, your Amazon shopping as normal, and we get a b- bit of a kickback from Amazon. really helps us out.
1: <gasps>
0: Brian. dolls. Yes? Uh, So uh, besides your now epic uh, t-shirt cannon build plans What have you been up to in the last week? (laughs) Oh my god Um, (laughs) I
1: just want to build a t-shirt cannon So I can fire t-shirts off the roof of the brewery To the people
0: That's all He just wants to be a kind benevolent ruler
1: not
2: directly <laughs> yeah. at the people. Oh, but more I didn't of them say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you get hit with a T. T-shirt. A gentle lob. <laughs> yeah, gentle lob, oh my God. Um so we gosh, uh we're rolling into we're we are in shandy season here. So beer wise, I we've been what I've been up to is we've been firing the brewery back up basically. So getting our our, our um Distributors resupplied with keg beer mm-hmm. in some facets uh, and then uh, continuing and ramping up and continuing to ramp up uh, the can sales in the brewery uh, also. But uh, then, well, rather than personally, um, I have been on sort of an IPA kick uh, and I've been sort of buying up some some of the uh, the double IPAs or hazy ones around um, just to see if they taste less if they taste less yeasty, they do not. Oh, <laughs> it's it's great to drink nice hoppy beer, but it's just gosh. If the ye- if it's if you can't get the yeast out of it, what what are you doing? So, um, won't name any brewery names, but there's some pretty disappointing cans lately, and some very good ones. Uh, so we kind of playing with kinda that, kind of hit or
0: miss with that style,
1: very much. Uh, and then I can't imagine those beers have a very uh, good shelf stability either. Um, so that, uh, and. Uh, we have a new IPA at the brewery called While You Were Away that was released, uh, which Ooh. I really enjoyed the other night. I had a. oh, well, I'm
0: glad um, that you brought some for us to try, Brian. Oh, that's I a really good point. Tried
1: <laughs> to go downtown today.
0: Well,
2: uh, the next time we're in studio, we we're just talking <laughs> maybe about is, No, I know. <laughs> maybe between Brian and I, we could try to remember to bring a crowler of it in. The, yeah, uh, that was a. That it, was a. It was a kind of a. I mean, can I say it was like a dump soup sort of yes. situation? Yes. Yes. You whatever. You, I, you just, if reveal, it your, I It's yours. This is your story. Oh no! that's I fine. Do you want me to reveal what? It, so yeah, you know so, we, so it's so while the, you were away is yep. the yeah yeah so we you know we got sh- you know we were shut down for COVID and this is months ago at this point right mm-hmm. and it was like uh, well, uh, now uh, what to clarify do we do the, the,
1: the tap room wow. no.
2: and so the the, the, dec- the decision yes yes yeah so the decision at the time was well you know beer sales sales are going to slow down but we should just keep our fermenters full so when things happen to go back up which. Um, Maybe this will be one of my little things. It, it it became very helpful when we started opening back up. So it was like, okay, well, well, we've got these ingredients from a couple different beers that we were gonna do, and I don't even remember, don't remember what either. they were. Like, but
1: that's how we that's how we made our probably the best Oktoberfest I've ever tasted is is ours. Yeah, you know, like. Not, not, and not we joking, had, but we, we, that was a garbage beer too. We just pulled shit from the malt room and used a and yeast. And it was like, wow, that was magical.
2: And we had uh, three different varieties of hops that we had picked up months and months ago. Just Idaho 7. Stuff. Do you remember what they were? I don't, I should know these things, but. Yeah, you should. It was Idaho you, 7.
1: I'll look them up while you're telling me. Okay. That. So it was I
2: three different types of hops and we were just like, let's just make. We wanted it to be a, a a little bit different than what it turned out, but it, it's, it's kind of, it's it's just a hazy IP. It's got a good amount of body. There's we had a bunch of extra like flaked ingredients. Um, yeah, we've done the this brewery. a couple
1: times where we were are like, this beer is supposed to be a Blondale, ale, but the color was orange, and so then we were, were gonna, like, you know what, shit, we got these awesome experimental hops or whatever. Yeah. Let's just dry hop the shit out of yeah. it and call it yep. something different. Yep, I mean it's still a nice clean beer.
2: Yeah, so um, and oh, while we you were, were away, we Azaka,
1: were, <clears throat> Azaka, Idaho Seven, and Kohatu, and Kohatu yeah. is the uh, the southern hemisphere version of Citra. Oh,
0: oh really? I did
2: not know that. I don't know why I do know that. <laughs> so it, it's and it's it's super tasty, and you know we called it while you were away, so it's like while everyone was not able to come and and drink beer in our tap room, we did this this uh, little
1: little special oh, beer. Very cool. Thirty five pounds of and dry I, hops,
2: <clears throat> and I transferred it and kegged it on. On Thursday, That's when great. I wasn't brewing in Wisconsin,
1: it, it's really good. It's really fresh. And then what I know is that when when this beer ages, that Idaho Seven is just going to taste better and better yeah. and better. Like,
2: well, the other it, thing about it, it's such a good you know we. It's a good know, blender hop. In the in the you know in in brewing, it's you know I, we made a joke last time about all I do is brew in Wisconsin. You get into and I yeah. I don't care what I'm brewing. It's all barley, hops, and yeast yeah. to me in the process, but. Um, it's fun to so we we took this beer and you know we had a bunch of adjuncts sitting around and we were like, put them in, you know, we know mm-hmm. we know it'll work because we have another beer, our white stout that has crazy amounts of adjuncts in it, so we it know
1: pours like a syrup. you
2: can you can brew with that <clears throat> amount of adjunct. so we did it, and now we're looking at maybe <clears throat> altering our Hudson Hayes recipe a little bit. To yeah, based on have that same body. so oh, a, really was, yeah.
1: experimenting that so it was a really good
2: very it was cool. a really good, fun little like thing to do, but we're also definitely
1: learning a few things. Yeah, from it. happy accident. Yep. <clears throat> well, That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, well, so that's that's, that's my kinda deal. What, well,
0: that's kind of <laughs> what you guys have been up to <laughs> lately. Yeah,
1: actually, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: the other thing I was going to mention, we were, uh, and we, I don't want to, I kind of want to keep it a secret, but we're uh, yeah. we're we're uh, thinking about one of our next beers that we'll can, which we've released in the past, but we did not can it last time, so we've been looking at you know the art, which is. Phenomenal! This this, la- this label that we've got from what's what's the Julie? What's her uh, last it's name? Julie
1: Getsky with yeah. Getsky Design in downtown Hudson. We we threw her. What did what did we give her? We we gave her art and the what the label design is supposed to look like. And we were like, here, can you just ma- you know make these labels for us? And she just like keeps just knocking it out of the yeah. park she, she does our print ad and our online ad um stuff to graphic design um but yeah i mean you 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 just tell her what you need and she makes it and it's crazy with very little direction and then sometimes you're like oh what do we do about this and then you'll be like hey so what should we do and she'd be like well we're doing we're gonna do tie dye and we're gonna do this and it's <laughs> like whoa okay well yeah and so
2: one of the one of the issues we had with this was uh, the name we were going to use, we couldn't because of trademark stuff. Uh, so we have been. Was uh, there's fifth fifth been about, wheel yeah. is what it was. Oh, you gave it away. That's fine. Sorry. Yeah, it's our, it's our so anyway, it's our, it's our triple IPA that we released last summer. Which, 10%. Which is. <laughs> Drinks like eight. Is a very, very good. It's it's a. am very proud of the beer. And um, so we have, we've had to kick around some new names and. There, there was one which we don't even have to <laughs> so we don't need, one, so one of them, one of them was like what about this one and i would just like give another name because i you know didn't care for it and then <laughs> w- well what about the same name and I, then i just like give a different name <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like my way of saying like i'm not no. i don't like it like yeah. hell no so,
1: we, have, we have like a brew crew whatsapp chat yeah, that, yeah. like <laughs> that's how we communicate so yeah there, there's very little spam on it for what it's worth
2: yeah it's good we do a good job yeah. so uh so we do i think we have a name that we've all agreed on and the trademark lawyers are going to look into it what was it again <laughs> Well, I don't think we should keep it a secret. Yeah, that now. one you might oh, want to hold on yeah. to before yeah. the trademark oh, goes yeah. through. Yeah, let's God. just keep it a secret. But it's yeah. it's 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 decent. It's you know it's not the perfect <laughs> ideal name, but yeah, I legit don't remember. Anymore. It's you know it's tough to it's tough to name beers, and, uh, and you know especially if you, you want to have, have the, the rights that? to it. Yeah. How many times have we said that? On oh, this show? so many. Like, yeah. like I mean, yeah. they're all taken.
0: Yeah, yeah. Start really thinking outside of the box.
2: Yeah, so that's that's
0: that's what I've been up to this week. Besides right. brewing in Wisconsin. Um, I have, uh, been spending a decent amount of time, uh, drinking Pitchfork beer again. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brian and I were talking about this a little bit before the show, um, but they're, they're fucking killing it right now.
1: Impressive.
2: I should have one of those after I finish one. Yeah, yeah, here. definitely. What um, is it?
0: Um, uh, this is the North of Eight Pilsner. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, just, yeah, just a good Pilsner. Um, good. but yeah, uh, but their, their, their food is phenomenal, like going up it's there a, like getting it's their pizzas. It's a very or, hop forward. Yep. The very hot Ford Pilsner. Cord Pilsner. Um, but yeah, no, they're like, their beers are just, they're they're being awesome right now. Man, I can't, yeah, I, I went there, I can't remember, I, I think we figured out I was there
1: Thursday, you were there Friday, yep, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went there Friday, or Thursday, geez, I was dropping beer off at um, some spot nearby there, um, uh, Agave, the, the Agave to Oh, go. the Agave to Go? Yeah, yeah. They, that's one of those weird, like, like, our distributor doesn't want to sell crawlers, Which is fine, but we have two or three accounts locally that want them. And so we bypass the, we have a contractual thing where we just bypass the distributor and bring the the crawlers. Yeah, they needed to re-up some crawlers. So we'll self-distribute to like a couple places once in a while. Um, And I was swapping them out and I was like, oh, shoot, I haven't been to Pitchfork yet. And I went there for one beer ended up there for hours <laughs> <laughs> drank like four beers tried a bunch of pizza samples they were like we're gonna release this pizza tomorrow what do you
0: think oh the uh, the Philly the, was, cheese the filly, cheese. I ordered that Holy one it was so shit. good the sauce was cheese dude and then there was more cheese but then it. they they had that um horseradish The yeah that like that the, uh, yeah the, the horseradish mustard that was Fucking yeah!
1: And it cut through some of that richness really yeah. well. They're gonna make some bucks at that joint, man. Tony, the beer—the beer is definitely better. Uh, well, they than had, you know, I mean, other they were places in town. They
2: were transitioning from the their littler spot to their bigger spot, yeah. and then the the shutdowns happened. Yeah, yeah, so, they, yeah. They yeah. had like two so it weeks. Just I think like, in the big spot, it was like here we go. God, that well, sucks. and Ooh. they have they
0: they completely lucked out with that service window that they added. That was a smart. Um, yeah, because they were like, well, during the summer, like, we can do food orders and stuff out of there. And then COVID happens, and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to do 100% of our business out of this kitchen yeah. window now. Yeah. yeah. Very, very impressive. Uh, pitchfork drop exit for yeah. Hudson, and, 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 and Hudson, technically.
2: And, you know, it's so great because... The more good breweries that we have out in this area, the more people will come. Out. The more people will say, "Hey, let's go out to Western Wisconsin, the yeah. St. Croix Pierce County area, St. Croix, pretty much St. Croix County." I guess the tide raises many boats, and and we'll stop yeah. at these four or five delicious places and, um, yeah, enjoy, enjoy th- the day. You know, enjoy yeah. the day in sunny, the,
1: sunny Wisconsin. The western part of Minnesota certainly has their um, <clears throat> incorrect opinions about uh, what. Northwestern Wisconsin beer tastes like. So
0: Yeah. Well, and I don't understand where that like where that <laughs> I comes don't from. Because like if you if you do the loop, like you so like you come across, you hit Hoff and Barrel, then you head over yeah. to Olifont, then you hit pitchfork <laughs> on your way back. And well, if you're really maybe at
2: Bobtown perhaps Bobtown in there, yeah. yeah. My Bob my, al- is, my alma mater. Bobtown <laughs> <laughs> is
1: killer food too. So <laughs> yeah, they sure so, do. Yeah. yeah, sleep on the both both the pitchfork and bobtown are both brew pubs.
2: Well and, you know, yeah. obviously you have to think about it's it's a little bit of a drive, but um I live in uptown minneapolis which is pretty much a half a mile from downtown minneapolis mm-hmm. and on a saturday afternoon um when traffic is you know light enough it's a maybe a 30 minute drive from where e- i live e- easily so you know if you're in saint paul or any of the suburbs it isn't that no it's really far yeah. of a of a drive
1: and um, i think a lot of our friends think that hud's <laughs> Hudson's it's like a like million a, miles well, away. It's, a for- no. it's like,
2: you work in Wisconsin? <laughs> yes. And it's like, well, y- yeah, but it's not a
1: foreign land. It's just, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's no a 30 minute commute. It's
2: no different if I lived in a, a you know, a third tier suburb of, of, of Minneapolis. I and I mean, commuted it in, is you know.
1: definitely a, a much different pace than.
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate, but, you know, I appreciate yeah. that for myself. And that's why I, I
0: choose to do that. But, right. you know. This is gonna be a long one. It's, this is, is gonna be a long one. That's fine. That's, that's fine. All right. All right. Uh, so I suppose we should probably dive into our discussion, right? Uh, yeah. So we're gonna be talking about hot side hopping uh, today. Um, taking a lot of information from the new IPA book. We've talked about this in the past. Um, so uh, they've they've kind of it builds on that um, the old IPA book and kind of changes some of the uh, perceptions that we had of hops.
2: By the way, when either of you are done with your copy, I still have not purchased one and I'd really like to read it.
1: <laughs> this is an independently released book, Katie. Why don't you just buy your own
2: uh, I will. Maybe. Yeah, I will. Actually, that's that's true. I will. I'll do that this week. I, I, yeah, I will. This
1: guy self-published
2: this You know what, Maybe book. I'll do that right now. Let's, right. let's just, go yeah, to, right. just go to that <laughs> Amazon. Go to, uh, what's, the, what's the Amazon thing I do?
0: Just, you know, as you a, get a reminder. Oh, go to, go to blindstudios.com.
2: Blind. click on
0: the link and bottom of the homepage. Yeah. I'm doing it. All right. Um, all right. So yeah, let's let's talk. Uh, so first, we're gonna talk about uh, kettle aroma. So kettle aroma is like an earthy, woody, spicy um, aroma that mainly comes from hydrocarbon uh, from the hydrocarbon fraction of hops and can increase when hops are added early in the boil, which creates oxidation products leading to more kettle aroma. So basically, these are your non-like. Um, like when you're looking for like those like citrusy things, uh, kettle aroma is like if you boil the hops a ton, you get more of these earthy, woody, spicy, um, aromas out of the hops as you're like isomerizing those alpha acids and, uh, doing stuff like that. So after about 20 minutes of boil hops that are high in alpha, uh, humulene and beta, uh, cariophyllene. Uh, we'll attribute more. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really good at these science words. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so, and you can you can see usually the at least like the alpha humulone. I believe you can see on most hop websites it'll yeah. kinda, it'll have that broken out there. Mm-hmm. So just know uh, when you're looking at your bittering additions, if you don't want like big earthy woody spicy notes, look for a bittering addition that's low in alpha humulone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you want something that high, high in alpha acids, low in alpha humilene. Um, so, uh, they actually have a list in here, um, page 41 that I put on there, and if I was a better host, I would have that pulled up already. <laughs> um, so, like, the, the ones that, that have low kettle hop, uh, aroma are, like, uh, Wyama, or WyMia, uh, Laurel, Citra, Mosaic, Galaxy, Bravo, Galena, and Columbus, um, so if you, if you want to avoid those like look look kind of in those like hop hop families. Uh, yeah, I don't think I really have anything else to add to that one. Uh Brian, you want you want to take us through late hopping here? Yeah. This this next section?
1: If, if this will pull up for me for the love of
0: God. Oh, is it sorry. not pulled up? I'm sorry. No, that's I mean Ugh. I make assumptions and just move it, on. It went
1: down and then now it's oh, Okay. Back up. Yay. We're talking about late hopping. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, it was Struggling with some computery things, uh, so yeah, late hopping uh, on the hot side. Uh, so late hopping is hopping after or I'm sorry at flame out, or with just a few minutes left in the boil. Now, these additions are going to accrue IBUs. <clears throat> at flame out, we don't we don't add any more IBUs.
0: Well, and so, but that is. Um is that it, that isn't isn't that uh, kind of controversial because isomerization uh, can happen as low as like 180, isn't it? It can happen in can it happen in the whirlpool? I think yeah. So
2: um, technically, I don't have any scientific data on this, and I have not read the new IPA book because I just ordered it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have we talked about while you were away earlier, mm-hmm. and we have <clears throat> this is a beer that it is all zero minute hops like we flame out right mm-hmm. oh there's no and bittering in there's no bittering and but it's still it's like it, i can't believe how even more bitter it is yeah and so is that should technically- we talk about well i mean we can talk about this are we gonna do cold side hopping at some point
0: uh yeah we okay. will but i I've so been, remember I that know, you remember that, that
2: funky hop dry hop schedule that we did yeah it had to have been that so anyway there is def- i think there is definitely a isomerization um Post they're spoiled. S- there has to be, sure you know. There is. You know, there's the 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 they're in the whirlpool and there's I'm, still heat there and it's I'm just still scrubbing that, out. You I'm know? just saying
1: that the reg regar and the and the Tinseth formulas don't you don't you don't get any. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't get them with the formula. You don't get them. And, That's and what, you know and, what and, I said was, but what I meant was, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, computer
2: <laughs> software. So I'm looking at the recipe that we used for while you were away, and IB, I, IBU's on it's a zero. And that is in right. right. and that's in well, Beersmith. Beer it is a bitter beer. And, that, beer and is,
0: it's you know? and it's uh, that's a lot because uh, as we're finding these new things about hops, the software isn't necessarily updated or we haven't figured out a way to calculate them. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
2: Because yeah. and you could taste that bitterness. Best. Casey, but we did not bring a crawler
0: uh, of while you're away. I, yeah, dude, I, 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 don't I worry, I'm sad. I wasn't already. even
1: gonna try to go downtown today. <laughs>
0: no, I, I get it. Like, like, also, it's it's kind of a running joke now because it's, uh, it's been two years, and I think Brian's brought beer once. Did you you hear that, Katie? I
1: did. I did. (laughs) I
0: I didn't have a chance to respond when I was driving. I was driving when you sent that
1: message today. Like, should I bring beer to the studio today? And I was like, well, in
2: in Brian's defense, I was just going to go grab some low fills from the brewery. So, but I but I didn't want to go downtown Hudson. So I actually went and I purchased some Cigar City (laughs) Brewing beer. (laughs) And I think it's oh man, a, can I have one of those? Is, yeah, absolutely. This she brought a, some high <laughs> This is the uh, first time in uh, probably three four months that I've actually bought beer at a brewery because I just I just drink low fills. Oh, know? or at a liquor, liquor yeah. store. Or, I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. At,
1: a, at a liquor store. Uh, really? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Well, you, you get know. as much free fucking beer as you want. Well, and the like, other thing is, you not? like just, right? Yeah,
2: and you know, and I don't. I actually don't do a lot of beer drinking when I'm at home. I I, ah, I, I prefer other things. Yeah. So it's pretty easy for me to just. Not buy beer at a, at a liquor store. I don't have that problem. But I still we drink a lot of beer. We digress. I do, Well, I do too. <laughs> yeah.
1: I have a bottle of rye whiskey on my desk at home. That's kind of. I've been having yeah. a couple fingers of that here and there.
2: There's a there's. I have this job where I can drink at work. You know, So by the time I get home, if I've had everybody a has that from, job now. We're all working from I'm home. Kinda, yeah. That's a good one. Oh point. my god. Yeah. So anyway,
1: bringing it on back now. Late hopping. So <laughs> late hopping is hopping at flame outer with just a few minutes left in the boil. Um, we kind of went off on a tangent about the way that works with IBU. Uh, so dry hopped beers contain no, uh, I'm sorry, contain more non-polar compounds, which tend to be the, that uh, spicy herbal and resinous uh, type of deal. Uh, and you will smell that more often than not off of that uh, during the boil. And then late hopped beers, uh, tend to have a better estery or fruity and citrus flavors than beers that are uh, only dry.
0: Hopped. Yeah. So basically, so when you're when you're dry hopping, um, you get uh, these these other compounds um, that come out of the hops. Uh, mm-hmm. They're like the non-polar compounds, are like uh, monoterpene, uh, sesquiterpene, uh, hydrocarbons, um, and th- that gives you that that spicy, resiny uh, flavor. Um, and the, but those are actually driven off, um, when yep. you're doing late hopping cause the heat can push those away. Um, so you're left with more of the citrusy, um, flavors. So, make, a
2: good way to test this as a home brewer would be to make a, uh, you know, a, just a two row base beer and you'd have to brew it a couple times, but the first time do say, uh, you know, some of those later flavor additions. Um, if you want to do a bittering addition just to have some balance there, that's cool. Uh, and then dry hop, and then the next time you do it, leave out either the dry hop edition or the the flavor edition, and then you can kind of see like, oh, this this batch that I used, um, whatever whatever hop in it had like a floral flavor to it, and it's missing in the dry hop edition. Well, that floral flavor then probably most likely came from from your
0: late your later no, hop edition. Yeah, and you can definitely use these to kind of layer those flavors, absolutely, and yeah. get some more complex, um, complex stuff out of your beer. Um, yeah. So, uh, so let's talk oxygen fraction of hops because this was a thing that I still don't know if I understand. <laughs> All right. So I, I don't know uh, where they really get the oxygen um, fraction from, but so the oxygen fraction of hops, which is the monoterpene alcohols. Like a Geranio gerao geranio and Linolu. Linolool. <clears throat> Um, are where we get some of the hop flavor in late editions. So oxygen fraction is a good indicator of the intensity of the flavor that you'll get. Mm -hmm. It's like a low oxygen uh, fraction, low intensity, and vice versa. Right,
1: and geraniol and linalool are important uh, uh, flavors and aromas.
0: Well, so linalool is essentially the one that we use to determine, like, the the oil content of the Mm -hmm. hop, right? If I remember Uh, correctly? Linalool...
2: I don't know. I haven't read that God book.
1: Damn
0: it! I'd have to look it up. I, I've I've read it in a different book, but um,
1: man, this is a real rabbit hole here.
0: Oh, of course, it's a rabbit. Like we and we, like each one of these sections, we could dive an entire episode. Yeah, let's into. just keep. Um, yeah. So, but basically, <laughs> you can you can find uh, your uh, here. So, um, so some some. Oh, can I just? Oh, I'll yeah, just do ahead. a
2: quick little Wikipedia. It is uh, Linelul is a n to antimer. Ooh, I haven't said that word in a while. Uh-huh. Uh, of a naturally occurring terpene alcohol found in many flowers and spice plants. Ooh, if that helps. This is this this.
1: Yeah. So right. what what we're essentially talking about here oxygen containing compounds. Uh, there's that's three different ways to look at hops: hydrocarbon, oxygen, and um, uh, the sulfur containing ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so these what we're specifically speaking of are the oxygen. Uh, containing compounds, which is approximately thirty percent of the chemical composition. Yeah. Um,
0: um, so when when you're looking at the oxygen fraction, uh, you can look at it kind of like this. Um, the higher like the the total uh, oil and the oxygen fraction, the less of that hop you'll need to use to pull out the flavors that you're kind of looking for.
1: So the oxygenated fraction is, that's um, most important to uh, brewers who are looking for the intense fruit forward IPAs that are real popular today. So uh, we're talking about IPAs are the, the terpene alcohols located in the oxygenated fraction of the hops. So linalool, Neural, geranium, those Uh things. You want to
0: give us that list of um, some, like it gives us some example, uh, high oxygen fraction hops. Oof, uh, 45. Uh, yeah
1: was. I had to actually flip back because I, <laughs> I have a legal pad with oh with your, your yeah notes from the this book is dense. It's super dense. Uh, so yeah I've, I've literally only I don't know if I've even made it to
0: the I've not made it to chapter 3 yet to chapter 3 I, we haven't covered I'm still, that
1: chapter yeah yet. I'm still oh ch- so I have time <laughs> yeah you have yeah, time I'm my, my book's
2: coming on Friday so maybe I've, I'll start with chapter 3 <laughs> I've had this
1: book for months and I mean I've got other shit that I'm studying but like this this book's extremely dense uh, so um, so what we're talking uh, hops with high flavor pretend- potential in late hopping due to the high total oil percentage um we're talking about Bravo, Brewer's Gold, Centennial, Citra, CTZ, Euconot, uh, Mosaic, Olympic, and Simcoe. And I have never heard of Olympic. Um,
0: yeah, Olympic's I'm, a new one for me, too. I'm just going to throw mm-hmm. that out
1: there. But Simcoe and Citra are, are either, you know. And Mosaic. <clears throat> they're trademarked or proprietary. Um, yeah, there are hops on the other end of the spectrum we can talk about. for using in the late kettle
0: stage yeah all right um yeah so all right so going so now all right so we use we use oxygen fraction to help like kind of choose choose the hops that we want to use late kettle um but when do we when do we add them so your hop timing is just as important as your hop choice yeah um so for a more rounded complex hop flavor hops can be added at multiple stages on the hot side. Um, and so, when I started brewing, the standard was you do a 60/30 flame out or mm-hmm. five-minute edition, um, and that's definitely changed over the years now. Where we um, we get we're closer now to um, run. She mm-hmm. wants one of these yeah I'm indicating oh. I'm indicating oh, right. I want it, it I wasn't wanna, it wasn't that fucking hard to figure out Brian You remember, how, how you was remember that? looking at her dude you
2: remember that that at, when we first opened back up and like we got busy and we had Brian said so we're gonna digress just to get oh yeah a that's fine so we both we both had masks on and I look at the door and I look at Brian and look at the door and look at in Brian I my head like and yep. he was like <laughs> I mean, you can't see, it, but he was just like he kind of was like, should I, should I put it? Because we had the sign that was like, we're 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 full. You need to wait. And it was like, should I put the sign up with his eyes? And I like answered him just with my eyes. And Katie, we, Katie we, and I—we've now, we've now and lost I that sense and of communication. except for when you don't see that I'm indicating <laughs> that I want a beer.
1: Well, there's a microphone in front of your face.
0: <laughs> I caught it from across the table. And like <laughs> I was looking at you, like I wonder
1: if she's also sunburned. I'm sunburned. <laughs>
2: Uh,
0: anyway. anyway. man. Um, yeah. right. We are talking <laughs> about hop, ti- hop yes, timing. Yes, hop timing. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh so that that has changed like you were you're were mentioning with uh with your new beer. Um you didn't do any really hot side except for like your flame out and your dry hop additions. Um and so that has definitely, like the science there has changed. We're no longer just doing the traditional uh 60 30 0.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah. And that that timing it, it really depends on kind of what you're looking for in your beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always, I've, I've never. I'm almost the only time I ever do a 30 minute edition is if I'm brewing a Belgian because I have this thing with Belgian beers where I want to keep them. Is, I I, 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 read this book, um, brew like a, brew monk. Like a monk, yes, and it talks about <laughs> books like you know, 15 years old. Oh, it's such point. a good one. <laughs> it talks about you know how these these monks in Belgium have brewed beer for decades. Eons, Dude, that, not part, eons, that but, part about you know, them
1: sh- shoveling the yeast with shovels, it, yeah, it was like, yeah. what?
2: <laughs> but, but, they, but I, I kind of took out of that book, they have these pretty strict um, hop edition guidelines. So yeah. I, I try to use that. So I do a 30-minute edition if I do a Belgian beer. But if not, I don't do anything before 10. And um. it just changes. Yeah, it just right. changes. But then again, if you're a brewer and you're like, I do a 30-minute edition and it works for me.
0: You don't do it, but... Um, um, it really yeah, and it. so, uh, yeah, so, like, um, depending on when you're doing your staggered whirlpool additions or your uh, early hop additions in the kettle, um, that can increase the fruity and herbal flavors in the beer, depending on variety and what you're looking for. Like, we were talking about that kettle aroma. If you want more of that, like, woody spiciness, then maybe add some, some hops more into the hot mm-hmm. side and... Uh, let that let that go, and the bittering hop that you use matters. Like for yes. a while we we would talk about how like well most of that is getting driven off and you're not mm-hmm. like you're not really getting a bunch of flavor from it but you are you're getting this this woodiness like yeah for sure um so you are getting something out of there so keep that in mind when you're when you're looking at some of yeah. these uh, yeah. earlier editions I think
1: we <clears throat> started using Columbus right away because on the Loopy Linux at the brewery at and Barrel we started using Columbus right away because uh New Glarus had five <laughs> five boxes of Columbus online
2: which were amazing
1: because they right. are
2: really picky about they're their hops. very
1: picky and um, it was just a like a season maybe a season too old for them but not for us uh, and we were only using them for bitterness. I'm not sure what they were using theirs for, but um, they yeah. were a season too old for them, but not for us. Let's just. Re- <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, wow. I'm just kidding. No,
2: no, it, no, no, no. We'll take your scraps,
0: Newglare. <laughs> it's, uh,
2: it's it actually you, it's a, it's a pretty good compliment to it, use. You know uh, what I mean by that, is that they yeah, were probably just, using them for you know, something other. In any than any other bittering. in any other connotation, it just you know it's just like.
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyway. So yeah, so then I think Katie and I sort of ha- agree on this, and I'm—I I'm, don't know if Casey will concur. I know
2: where you're going with this,
1: but we both are like, yeah, Magnum. Yes. Ma- Magnum yeah. hops are nice, yep. clean, bittering hops. If you just want IBU bitterness, boom. There yep. are specific hops that are, you know, Warriors mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Magnum, Columbus. Uh, I mean, don't don't just. You know, like what we're talking about, you know, linalool and all that. Like uh, the uh, hops that are higher in linalool aren't aren't to be used for uh, bittering.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You want, yeah, because that that'll convert into I those mean, you, woody you, spicy. You yeah, can but. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just something to keep in mind on the hop side is the hop compounds are extracted very quickly, um, like 20 minutes, and you've pretty much pulled everything out yeah. of those out of those hops. Um, all right, so there's there's two sections here. The next two sections were at least for me, very informative um, in this chapter. Uh, the first one is whirlpool temperature. I didn't realize, like, I guess I never really thought about it, but you pull different uh, compounds and you alter the compounds at different uh, temperatures yeah. in, in the whirlpool. This
1: so yeah. is why you want a heating element or jacket or steam jacket to, on yeah. your whirlpool.
2: Yeah, uh, and, and this if gets, you want that level I mean, of I suppose we could, you know we could talk about so the the different temperatures so this this talks about uh 203 uh degrees fahrenheit mm-hmm. 95 celsius you get citrus spicy ester um kind of characteristics at eight, 185 f and 85 c you get floral, floral and herbal and then at 167 f and 75 c you get woody characteristics. so um and and that absolutely is is possible and true um you get you you have to keep in mind though that if you're if you're wanting to say I want to get down to uh, 185 Fahrenheit 85 C your bittering hop addition is also continuing to add yep so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have to adjust that so um, make sure that you know and, and obviously I think I feel like some of the maybe not I guess you could you, you could look for these characteristics in a lighter hop beer but if you're trying to do a a Munich Helles that you want floral herbal descriptors in you um, it takes time for your boil to get down from, you know, 110, 112 degrees to that 185 mark. So yeah. you, have to, you have to keep if that. You're not doing a, if you're not using a heat exchanger. Yeah. yeah and yeah, and, it's and, and in a professional setting. It would, in a professional it would be It would be tough. I mean, you could put a, 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 a wort chiller in your boil and get it down pretty quickly. But, you know, for us to wait for our, our, our whirlpool of, you know, say a, the 16 barrels of beer to get down that. Twenty degrees yeah beer and be other stuff probably an hour around. you know oh yeah at least so then you're adding an hour of bittering and all the other additions right so and then you're also mind.
1: subjecting that wort to you know the hot zone right the yeah. the potential of of you know bad mm-hmm. stuff microbial but it, it it's i mean it's so
2: it's and it's so amazing you can take a hop and it how it how it changes characteristic de- depending on um the temperature that the temperature you're, yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's amazing
0: um, yeah, and then uh, so uh, yeah, that's it's it's incredible. But yeah, so just keep that in mind when you're doing your whirlpool editions. But like, so this 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 the second thing here blew my mind when I read it. What the di- the, di- the, the, the DMS? Yeah, yeah. So the dimethyl sulfide perception in hoppy beers can be odd. Uh, no, no, or, no, no, or, no, Just keep going. Sorry. Oh okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, can be can be odd. So in beers with moderate levels of linalool, the DMS flavor threshold is reduced dramatically. But if you have a higher level of linalool, um, it increases dramatically. So you could have a beer like, so if you if you brew an IPA and it has like just a moderate um, linalool, like so a pale ale, let's say a pale ale, and you're, you're using a moderate amount of like, say like citra and something like something high linalool, but it's not like a ton. Um, you you can you can be a little like I guess laissez faire a little bit with your DMS, um, but because like the the hot, or that linoleum is helping drop that flavor threshold, but as soon as you start at, upping the hops in that, that's gonna shoot through the roof, and all you're yeah. gonna get is buttery corn. <clears throat> well, you what else can where else can you get DMS from? Pilsner malt. Pilsner malt. Pilsner yeah. malt yeah.
1: That yeah. You didn't under modified. Yeah, Pilsner
2: malt. Pilsner malt that you didn't boil for long enough. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, and you know, I was actually, this this is a great point, because you remember the amount of hours that we spent on those odd beers when I was doing, when I first started doing quality control? Yeah. And it was just like, is that DMS? And it was like, you know, like, it couldn't have been from... It couldn't be DMS, so that that very well. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that's kind of blowing mind. I don't even remember what beer it was or I, I whatever. Mean, I but I don't it's just
1: like. I don't know if there's a COA from where we get our hops that we would ever know uh, the, with the linalool content yeah, because we don't have, have, have grass chromatography. Yeah. Like you would have to average it out. You know, you'd have to like look and see. But then you know, like a lot of our hops come from Michigan, specifically mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Brian Tennis at mm-hmm. Michigan Hop Alliance. Yeah. Um, and then we have one hop contract uh, with Buck Creek for the Sapphire hops. Yeah, our
2: Minnesota hop. Yeah.
1: And so we're we're really part- particular about where our hops come from because we know they work for us. But I'm unsure where that particular uh, batch of hops came from. But that's what's blowing my mind about this. So you're right. I'm, my mind yeah, is also fucking blown on this. Yeah. Um, it was a cool thing to learn. So
0: yeah, no, it's like I, I always thought figured like okay, so if it goes the one way, like it just it's linear, it just keeps going that way, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, apparently there's just, like some weird like um, synergistic effect that lowers it up to a point and then just fucking skyrockets it. That that DMS flavor f- threshold. Yep. Um. So uh, yeah. So just uh, just make sure that you're pro- uh, you know following your. Uh, your uh, your proper brewing steps to keep those precursors yeah. to a minimum, uh, so ni- ninety minute boils on Pilsner malt mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yep. Um, all right, so then the last thing on here is kind of touching back on what we were talking about with the um, with like the extended whirlpools and trying to get down to that 185. Um, it's the uh, the green onion uh, thiol effect. is basically what it is, like getting like a green onion flavor in your beer. Apparently, like, so hot side, uh, this is essentially hot side aeration, but oxygen inter- introduced uh, during the whirlpool or the chilling phase can lead to, uh, like, this green onion flavor. Interesting. Um, yeah, dealing with, like, some of the hop compounds mm. and how those oxidize.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've we've been over and over this whole, like, yeah. hot side oxidation or aeration thing, and, you know, you'd, there's a piece to the yeast cleaning some of that up too yep
2: well and it could be a but, combo I mean I know you yeah. know we talk about like when I when I again this goes back to quality control at hop we started to um, I started I, I noticed right off the bat that our one of our IPA the Crooked Grin IPA mm-hmm. I was like this tastes like sour creamy onion Pringles to me yeah and I wonder if it was wow. not only a a what hop because I think we 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 pulled a hop from it.
1: Summit hops for sure, but there were never I mean, summit hops in that beer. Could have been the C T Z,
2: but maybe it also
1: was a little bit of process too. The, absolutely, yeah. I'm I. That's that's what you know. What I love so much about brewing as a hobby or brewing professionally is that there are two different places to get DMS, and I didn't know that. Now I know that. Yeah. Right. No. So I mean, any, I, you always thought so, it was just the one. Right, so yeah. anything's possible.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the, at this and, and, point. The, and the amazing part about you know Crooked Grin is we we have changed the recipe and we've done bunch, some things, but a bunch. Many the last times. time I drank that beer, it was like talk
1: about floral. It's like it's right on right now. Man. It's like and especially since we've nailed down where we're getting the hops yeah. from, and it's just yeah, it makes a big difference. I think
0: so, yeah. No, it's yeah. It's,
1: where your ingredient Casey? Comes do you want to
2: do you want to have a code word for when we digress?
1: No,
0: I no. like the digression. It's okay, good. like that's part I of the podcast. Too. Yeah, um, good. you know, we like I learn a lot doing yeah. that, and like learning what what you guys are learning throughout this process is super interesting because yeah. like it's most of this is new information to me, and I'm just like, what? Uh, Whoa! Uh, <laughs> well,
2: and it's always learning. That's that's you know I've said this from the beginning when I started doing these these podcasts is is home brewing and brewing itself. You could be as basic as you want to be but you could just like really get yeah, into yeah you it. can get and crazy you will never know all of the things and this is brewing. why
1: you shouldn't be a home brewer and start a brewery don't
2: do it <laughs> no that's exactly why no you're a good i don't want to own a brewery but if you're a good home i mean no it's like it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a thing that I mean, if, yeah.
0: that you will never know all of the things it's right I, yeah um. Yeah. So I guess my my biggest takeaways uh, from this were the different whirlpool, whirlpool temperatures, the DMS thing, and then the green onion. Wow. Where it's kind of like the the big like process takeaways for me. Good takeaways though. Um. This yeah. is at the the the
1: compilation of a just a, a ton of research. Um. But yeah, this got uh. I, it's either Janish or Janish or John. I think it's Janish. Janish. Wow, yep. that's a fourth way to say it. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I suppose praise send this kid a message and let him know this is a very, yeah. very nice book. It's,
0: yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. And just like yeah, a lot of, this, of
1: research together.
0: Some, some of this data is just like, I mean, yeah, like well, I, I, I just read this chapter and then we did that. Uh, I brewed that hazy IPA with a buddy and we were, we were like, I was using the information I learned here. We were kind of modifying the recipe on the fly being like, okay, well, now that we know this, this, and this, we should change this up if we want these flavors. A
1: lot of this data too is not available to homebrewers or people not in the industry. Uh, the, the master brewers association of America, um, I'm certain a lot of the white papers came from there for this book. And then, you know, there's a lot of other uh, academic writing that just aren't available to people that don't have like an academic or university access. And so, um, you know, a lot of this stuff, uh, you wouldn't normally have access to so it's it's yeah. kind of cool
0: well even if to, you do have mm-hmm. access to it taking it distilling it down mm-hmm. into a way that is understandable yeah. without advanced degrees yeah. is cuz cra- there's a lot of brewers out there who do not have advanced degrees and
1: yeah that i'm
0: trying to teach chemistry I'm, and, teaching
1: my, I'm in the middle of teaching myself to code right now and yeah if there you know i mean i know there are some and i'm just kind of getting used to it but like when you're trying to take a new topic and smush it all together and and try to remain interested in it when you don't understand the majority the majority, right, of the, majority of it, the words that are flying it's, at it's, you. It's frustrating. So um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of fine books out there too. But um, this is one of the newer ones. Oh, yeah, and the and the this, newer yeah one.
0: this is the one that we're reading now. So yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to say before we wrap up here? Mm-hmm. Or? Mm-hmm. All right. Let me I'm go. I'm good, ahead. man. All right, guys. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in this week, and I hope you learned something, because we definitely did. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, and if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or have you, go ahead and us an email at feedback at You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash or follow us on Twitter at Ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care.